0: You're now listening to the Bad Guy Radio production of Sox Fans With Attitude featuring Ken W.O. and your boy King Mac.
1: What's up King Mac, I appreciate you.
0: You listening to Sox Fans With Attitude, it's King Mac talking to you and then we got Wu in the building. You ain't been in the building a long time, Kenwoo. How you doing?
1: I'm doing good, man. Yeah, uh, between baseball and then my daughter's dance, so, you know, going on vacations and trips for this stuff. But I'm back today, so uh, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be
0: back in the lab with my guy. It's always a good time uh, when we connect, so, you know, I'm, I'm happy you're back. But I'm also glad you got to enjoy the family as well.
1: Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. It was a good time.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. So the first half season has came to an end. So I would like to hear from you, first of all, your thoughts on the first half of the season. And then give me some grades on the guys as far as how you think they performed during the first half of the season. So, So what's your thoughts on the first half of the season?
1: the thoughts are given what we've gone through and, you know, injuries before the season, during the season to all different guys up and down the lineup. And we forget that Anderson was injured for a while and Lance Lynn was injured for a while and Kopech was injured for a while, all these guys being injured and we're eight games up. I mean, you can't get any more beautiful than that. That's, that's about all you can ask for from the first half of the season. Um, it's, it's been a great ride so far. Um, so hopefully that continues in the second half.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, like I always say, nobody thought the White Sox could survive what they have survived so far. If somebody tell you they did, they'd be lying. And especially with everybody, including us, our first show, we said the bullpen would be the number one uh, part of the team or the number one you know, uh, group, group of the team. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, they haven't been, you know what I mean? No,
1: they've been the worst. Yeah. yeah,
0: (laughs) You, you could make an argument last year bullpen was way better than this year's bullpen. I know it's only 60 games, but I'm just saying last year bullpen statistically has probably been way better than this bullpen. So if you had told me we would have a shaky bullpen, all these injuries, I would have said we in a world of trouble mm-hmm. and my hopes would have been, you know, drenched in just sorrows and doubts. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I I'm glad the boys, you know, have, uh, kind of, you know, overcame all of the stuff they, they overcame. So as far as grades, what, what, what grade would you give Tim Anderson? We'll start with TA first.
1: All right. With Tim Anderson, uh, for me i give him a b plus um i know he's an all-star and he turned it on like this last week um but it it goes to a b plus for me i i think he's doing a good job he's definitely turned it on but still lack of power um and his hitting was struggling there for a little bit before he went whatever 10 for 12 or whatever he went to close it off he was hitting under 300 for a while and uh so that, that's what I would give him. I'd give him a solid B, plus, you know?
0: Yeah, I'd give TA an A because he was the only positional player to make the All Star team for us, you know? And uh, I would say, I know people will argue that Moncada is the best positional player on the team right now. I would say his TA is the best positional player on the team right now because uh, he gives you that average. Uh, he gives you that spark, and he plays the most important position on the baseball field, which is shortstop. So, uh, I would I would give Ta a A, and he's been very it's probably his best defensive year thus for far sure. of his career. So, I have to give uh, Ta a. a A. What do you think about our boy Abreu, old Trusty? What What you giving Abreu? Uh
1: for Abreu, I'm gonna throw out a B minus, him. Okay, um he he has. His RBIs total is very good, but the power disappeared for a good chunk of the season. Um, he's hitting in the 250s, which is below his standards. Um, but he is knocking in runs. He's got 66 RBIs, and he seems like he's coming out of it now, and he had you know good stretches. But I think for the total, I'm going to throw a B-minus at Abreu.
0: Yeah, I'm going to give old trusty the same grade you gave him a B-minus. I mean, he has still a good solid total for RBIs. I mean, he has been the best, quote-unquote, power hitter for our team uh, as far as home runs, you know, and, and with the average. But uh, it's definitely not the standards that we used to, and I, I'm pretty sure it's not the standards that he he is used to. So do you have any concerns, you know, out of, you know, last year you had the uh, Abreu regressors are you starting to think that the regressors are were right, or you just think you know he's gonna turn it on in the second half of the season
1: no i don't i don't believe in that at all i mean he still goes through his hot streaks you know he just needs to get on one and and keep it going a little bit longer than it's been going uh for him I know he was a little banged up, but he was also starting to hit the ball. So I hope that this uh, layoff doesn't doesn't cause him to regress a little bit here after his last couple series where he was really picking it up. So, uh, you know, I think he'll be fine, uh, especially if Eloy comes back into the the lineup, starts batting behind him. Um, I think he's going to be fine. And I mean, how can, You can't really knock the guy too much. He's on pace to knock in about 125 RBIs again, like he always does. So he's six off the league lead or seven off the league lead. He's right there. So I think he'll be fine.
0: And not only that, I mean, they did use COVID as his, you know, a, a excuse or you could call it a legit excuse for Moncada last year. And Abreu did have um, COVID this year. So, you know, like you said, he was dealing with some – uh
1: issues uh himself
0: what would you give uh yohan mancada
1: for me he's a b okay. um i know people will get mad at me uh <laughs> that he's not an a because he has the most war or whatever but overall i think he's got i think i'm not 100 percent, but it's about 19 extra base hits and for me that's just not enough this dude's batting third he's you know he should have you know I know you say he never hit 30 home runs. I'm not saying to hit 30 home runs, but my God, you could get me 20, you know, and now right now he's on pace for like nine, you know, <laughs> I, and I don't think that's enough. Um, so I'm going to knock him down. He does get on base a lot, which is great, but he doesn't score a lot of runs either. So I don't know when he's getting on base. Is he getting on base with two outs and nobody on? Because Abreu's got a ton of RBIs, but he ain't driving him in. So <laughs> I don't know. Um I think a B is a fair grade for Mankata. He's had He's been good on defense, but he's also had his lapses there too. So, uh, you know, I'll give him a, a solid B. Yeah,
0: I, I agree with you with that one as well. I will give Um a B. Um, I am shocked with the power. Uh, I didn't think he was a 30 home run hitter because he never has done that in his career. Haven't mm-hmm. really came close. But... And, and a little bit, I'm shocked with T.A. too. I expect T.A. to at least hit 20. You know what right. I mean? I don't think he's a 30 home run guy, but I think he's a guy that can hit 20, 20 bombs. And it's the same thing with Moncada. I, I give him a B because, you know, he's played solid defense. He gets on base a lot. For majority of the season, he was the best positional player on the field as far as when it comes to war. Um, I think his defense was excellent early on in the season. I, I thought it was gold glove level. He had a little relapse so far this season as far as defensively a little bit uh, recently. Uh, but now I still think he's a very solid third baseman. He's not Robin Ventura with the glove right now, but uh, or even Joe Creedy in the playoffs, you know what I mean? But right. he's a solid, solid defensive player and I give him a B. Uh, I think he's done a solid job. What, what, are, your, what are your grades on Grandel? What, what would you give Grandel?
1: I'll give him a B, too. Okay. Um, you know, I he, I know he's getting on base a lot. But, man, I, I just can't. I can't give more than a B to a guy that's hitting under 200. And, <laughs> you know, I, I know that that's going to be frowned upon because he gets on so much. But still, um, I think he has three doubles. That's not enough. Like you know, you're either a home run, a walk, or or you're a strikeout. You know, and with those kind of guys, uh, it's hard for them to get an A. He did pick up the power. He definitely had an A during that one stretch. You know, but overall, I'm going to give him a B as well.
0: Yeah, I will give. Uh, uh, this is going to shock a lot of people. I actually will give Grandel an a A. Okay, and I'm gonna give him an A because he got on base a lot recently. Before he just got injured, he was coming up with some clutch hits, some clutch home runs. That's true. I do agree. Uh, the average do bother me because I don't care what nobody says. Batting average do matter. With Grandel, as many walks as he take, you can't tell me if he didn't hit 250 that he wouldn't be even an even more productive player so batting average does play a role in how productive you are but i'm gonna give him an a because he got on base a lot um i'm not a fan of his defense i know framing Metrics says he the best framer in the world craig and all that but you know i'm not a fan of his defense but what i do like is it seemed like he was coming through with clutch hits before he got injured Clutch home runs, and he also was getting on base, which that's a hitter's job to get on base. And he was starting to drive in some runs, and the power was coming around. So I'm, I'm gonna give him a A. What's your thoughts on the rookie Vaughn?
1: For Vaughn, I'll, I'll throw him a B minus as well. <laughs> um, I think he's done. He's done. You know, good for for a guy that just came up. You know, I don't have no complaints about him too much, really. But I was I would have gave him a C, but he is C plus. But he had a really big last week that kind of bumped him up to a B. He's got 10 home runs now starting to look a little bit better um, offensively. That's what I was worried about defensively. He's doing fine. I mean, he's not going to win a gold glove anytime soon. But, you know, you could put him out there and he'll be OK. That's perfectly fine. Um, I think he might be in line for a real nice second half. But as of right now, to me, it's a B minus for him. And and that's fine. I'm not like, I I know people are like, they get offended when you say B minus or something. That's still a good grade where I come from. I'm a teacher. I know. I wish I had a lot of B students in class. So B minus, nothing wrong with that. I think that's right where he deserves.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I would go. B, a solid B on Vaughn. He's playing out of position. He's, he was drafted as a first baseman. I didn't know he was actually this athletic, as athletic as he is. And uh, he's played solid left field. So I, I got to give him that. even played a game out in right field. So I got to give him credit for that. I think uh, I said on our first show, I said if people would be disappointed on Grandel, I mean, on uh, Vaughn, because they had too big of expectations for what they think he's going to do this season. I said if he could hit like 270 with 20, 25 bombs, that would be a great season. So I think right. he still could hit about 270. I still think he can get up there. I think he can, I don't think he's going to hit 25 bombs, but I think he could probably get to about 20 bombs. Uh, he seems to be heating up a little bit as late, uh, as of late as well. So I, I, I will give Vaughn uh, a B. So what what are we going to give your boy Leroy, the legend, Garcia? What are <laughs> you giving Garcia as a grade? Uh, uh,
1: this is going to sound redundant, <laughs> but I'm giving him a B too because, you know, his start was, was rough. His start was not great. Um, I'm not trying to hide from that, you know. Um, it it was ugly there at times. Uh, but then lately the last, since, you know, middle of May, he's been one of our best hitters, if not our best hitter. Um, so that's an a, so if you mix the a and the, and the F and you know, you throw in a little extra for recency and I'm going to give him a nice B for Leroy uh, for uh, Leary. And he's also playing so many different positions that it, it, it's really helped out. Um, defensively cause he could cover when, when Mancata went down, he's at third, you know, Madrigal's down. He's at second. He's in the outfield all the time. So I, I really like him. Um, I think he's, you know, one of the MVPs of this latest stretch run for them, but overall, I'll give him a B2. <laughs> yeah. I,
0: with Garcia, I'm gonna go C plus, uh, okay. because of the bad start he had. Um, it's kind of hard to give him a C plus, especially the way he's been playing as of late. But I'm a ding him a little bit for that bad start, and uh, I, I, I gotta I gotta go with a C plus. I hate to do it to Leroy, the legend. I know that's your boy, and I know it's uh Green Eye Boy or, or Panther or whatever his damn name is. Yeah, <laughs> right. <Old> Twitter, <laughs> you know so. What are we giving Adam Ingle so far? I know he just uh really come off the IL, you know. So what what are we giving him so so far what he's done, you know, to help the team?
1: Yeah, um I mean he's been great when he's out there, uh but he's been hurt so much. So I'm giving him an incomplete. I want to see a little more before mm. uh before I I make it. I mean, it's it's looking really but I need a little more than like a week here and a week there and then, you know, 100 days on the injured list before I give him a good grade. Um, but it's looking good. What he's turned in has been very well, you know, uh, both especially offensively. I didn't think, you know, I, everybody knows he could play defense pretty well, but he's come up with some big home runs, too. Um, so, I mean, he's looking good, but for me, it's still an incomplete. He needs to show me a little more.
0: I agree with you. I'm going incomplete. Uh, I really don't have too much to say on it. He just came off the IL. You know, I just say a grave for him because he has, you know, helped the team win. But- Definitely. I agree. Uh, incomplete on Engle, the teacher teaching me, I, I wouldn't even thought about it. Incomplete, I might have <laughs> gave him a C because he wasn't wasn't uh, wasn't healthy. Now, what are we going to do with Billy Hamilton? Where, where are we going with that, Kim Woo? What grade? Uh,
1: now it depends on on what we're talking. Are we talking like? what you expected and his uh, <laughs> his production from that or his total production. Uh, I'll give him a B for his total production, but, you know, from what I expected, it's an A plus 5 million. You know, I, he's been way better than I thought he would be. He's come through with big hits. Um, the fielding has always been there, but, I mean, he's made some great plays in the field. He does he steals bases for you if you need him to. So he's been a great addition. But still, he's hitting 230. I mean, I can't go crazy and give him an A overall. But, you know, I'll give him a solid B, too. Um, he's been a great addition to the team. And I'm glad he's here. And I hope he stays here.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going I'm to give him an A.
1: And the reason I'm giving him an A is
0: because uh, he comes off the bench. He plays solid defense. I'm actually, you know, I thought his bat was actually worse. Then, Mm -hmm. what the 230 batting average is showing. I thought this guy, you know, the way people talked about him, you know, he was in Cincinnati, so you really didn't, I really didn't get to watch him or pay attention to him that much. I just knew he was fast, could still base, play solid defense, and I knew the bat was always the sticking point with him as far as how successful he could be. But the bat has actually shocked me, especially because he has come up in clutch moments. And I know a lot of people don't believe in clutch, but in the moments where we needed a hit or something like that, he has given it to us, and he also has played clutch defense, you know. So I'm going to give him an A. I can't really complain about anybody off the bench, so probably most of the bench guys not going to be a surprise. Most of the bench guys, I'm probably going to give an A because I didn't think that our bench was going to play as well. As they have been playing, so I I gotta give them I gotta give him my A. Um, uh,
1: yeah, um, Brian Goodwin is probably a B plus for me. Uh, he's getting close to to that A level. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's come in off the street. He's batting cleanup. He's coming through with big hits. I'm thinking him a little bit on defense. I don't think he's the greatest defensive player in the world, but man, I mean, he's been a huge pickup. Um, I didn't see him coming up and performing like he did either. You know, mm. uh, lamb is another guy. He came in, he did really well too. So he gets a, a B plus from me. Okay. Um, the, Zach Collins, he's a hit. Okay. But man, I cannot stand watching him catch a game. Anytime a pitches, he's blocking it off his shin guard or something. And it's dribbling away 15 feet and guys are taking bases. So, him, I'm going to give a C plus to because he's doing a little better than I thought he would. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's still, it, especially with Grandal out and you have to watch him more now, uh, it's it's tough to watch him behind the plate. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are on those guys. <laughs>
0: well, I actually, like I said, I would give Goodwin an A. I would give Lamb an A. I would give Collins probably a B minus. I agree. The catching is still disgusting. I mean, it's what they said it was when he got drafted, having shown too much improvement with that at all. Uh, he seems to be hitting a little better than what most people thought. So for that, I give him a, a B minus. Uh, yeah, I
1: liked when he came through the day after Grondell got hurt, mm-hmm. he came up with a couple big hits. So I did like that. That was a good day for him.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. So now yeah. we'll move to, uh, the starting rotation a little bit. Mm -hmm. What is your thoughts on Cease? We'll we'll start with Cease.
1: I mean, he's pitched good for the most part, so I'm giving him a a nice B-plus up there. He's doing well. He's piling up wins, and I know it might be against the teams that aren't as good, and he struggled against the better teams, but really he's a bottom-of-the-rotation guy. What more do you want from him? He's not getting beat by those teams down there, so... I mean, I give him a B B+. Uh, hopefully he continues. He's striking out a lot of people. Um, he looks good to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I give him a B. I give him a solid B. I mean, he looks better than he did last year. So mm-hmm. for that alone, he, he earns a B. I see progress. So yeah. I, I can't complain at all. Uh, what are your thoughts
1: on Giolito? Giolito, I'll give a um. You know, he's come up with big starts. He had a rocky, rocky start to the season, you know, but lately he's turned it on and and he's not dominating like, you know, everybody had hoped or thought that he might, um, that hasn't been the case. He's been more of a six inning guy, but in those six innings, he's keeping you in the game. He's piling up wins. So that's that's solid beat of me too. So, uh, I'm happy. I can't complain too much. He's not the ace. Like we thought he was going to be, but, you know, he's still doing well, well enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving
0: Giallito a B uh, minus. Mm-hmm. I haven't um, seen the ace. And that's yeah. what we labeled him as. And that's what I'm going to grade him as. And he hasn't been the ace of this squad. As a matter of fact, I know for sure if the playoffs started today, it'd be Lynn Radon 1 and 2, and it might be a toss <laughs> it might be a toss-up at three between C's and giolito you know depending no. on what day it is so you know right. i give him i give him a b minus and what are your thoughts on radon what grade are you giving him
1: he strong a plus i mean and I, I don't really grade the guys off of their situations too much either so it's an a plus both ways uh, off their situation and actual production on the field. He's been phenomenal, man. Uh, Way better than I expected, but way better than anybody in the league too. You know what I mean? So he's got the no hitter. He's racking up wins. He's striking people out. I love it when he saves that little bit of extra gas in the can to, he, he knows he's coming out that inning. He needs one more out and he's reaching back and hitting a hundred. I never really seen that from him before rookie year but it's been a long time so he's he's an easy a plus for me he's star pupil one of the star pupils of the class
0: <laughs> now, now a quick question on him who would you rather if you had a choice if um ryan's Dolph only gonna give Han one opportunity to extend one of those guys radon or lynn who are you giving that money to
1: if it's me i'm still giving the money to lynn OK, um, I don't have to probably go as long with Lynn because he's a little bit older, so he's not going to require a four or five year deal that probably Rodon will. Um, and Lynn does not have anywhere near the injury history that R- Rodon does. Um, I would like to have them both back if we could do that. But uh, if I had to pick one, I, I think the smarter money is on Lynn at this point. Yeah.
0: I, mean, I, I I wish I mean I hope we do keep both of them, but I, I agree with you 100%. If we had to choose, I would go Lynn. Lynn has done it consistently. Radon, this is his best year so far, I think besides maybe a second year. Uh so I will have to go Lynn definitely. But Radon, I'm giving an A+. Plus, no doubt about it. Right now he's looking like the third uh, pick of a draft the reason the White Sox invested that amount of money in him I think at the time he was the highest uh bonus that uh the White Sox have ever gave out in the draft at that time so it's looking like you know the money has finally, paid, finally paid off, off. With, with Radon so I'm gonna give him an a plus what are we yeah. giving
1: Lynn Lynn's another A plus. Him and him and uh, Rodon are the, the two stars of the team uh, as as far as grades go, and 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 in actual production. Um, guy's got an ERA under two. He's game. He gets thrown out there. He's always keeping in games. I think he had one in the whole year. So I mean, he's an easy A plus for me. And I think he brings an attitude to the team that the team needs as well. Um, you've seen it rub off on Rodon. I never really seen him uh, get animated out on the mound as much as he is now. And I think Lynn probably has something to do with that because of how animated he is. Um, and he's just a guy that's going to come right at you mm-hmm. and and go balls to the wall. And I can't say enough about him. He's an A-plus for me.
0: He's a bulldog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that's what uh, either Ethan Katz or Tli uh, called him Tony Larusa, and I give him A plus as well, man. I, you know, when he was in Texas, you re- you really didn't get to watch him. You only watch him if he pitched against the White Sox or something. Yep. And I didn't know that this guy could throw his fastball so many different angles, so many different speeds. And I like the fact he don't nibble. He come right at you. You know, here it is. Hit it if you can. Do right. do what you will with it. But I'm I'm coming at you. And, you know, if you beat me, you beat me, but I'm not finna go out here and beat myself. I'm finna come right at you. So I, I like that mentality. I really enjoy watching him pitch. I, I, I like, I right on watching right on pitch now because he come right at you. I, I think that make hitters kind of uncomfortable when you have a guy that's constantly pounding the strike zone coming right at you and saying, Hey, here it is. Beat me if you can. So I'm, I'm giving him an A plus two. What is mm-hmm. your thoughts on, uh,
1: dallas uh um he's done better lately but i'm gonna give him a c um you know he's been very average Mm -hmm. he he hasn't impressed me too much at all and um you know even taking all that out of it sometimes i think like this dude comes up with an excuse for everything why he's had a bad game uh, I, I don't like his post-game comments. I know he was brought in to kind of be a leader and all that stuff, but he's made some weird comments over the course of the season too. Not that that has anything to do with it. He's still giving you decent starts every now and then. He's keeping you in games. You know, I know he got blown out a couple times, but for the most part, he's doing okay. Um, but he's clearly, in my opinion, the fifth starter on this team. Uh, if we're going to devise a playoff rotation, he's not in it. Um and I think that's a good reason. So, I think it's a C for for Keuchel.
0: Yeah, I would give Dallas a C-. You know, he's supposed to be a single ball pitcher. ball's been going out of the park lately, even against uh, Baltimore, you know, before the All-Star break. I think they got one out on him. So, you know, he was impressive last year. Like I say, disclaimer, it was a 60-game season, but he was impressive last year. I thought he would be... In the Mark Burley type of mode, you know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. not looking like, at least this year, he's not looking like a Mark Burley type of mode pitcher that's going to go out there and eat up 200 innings and, you know, have an ERA somewhere from, you know, 3.3 to 3.8. It don't seem like we're going to get that from Dallas.
1: Yeah, no. Um. Yeah, he's he's just kind of not been that, that good. I mean, he hasn't been terrible but he hasn't been that good either. So I think a C, C-minus, you know, somewhere in there.
0: So give me a quick rundown of what would you give the bullpen
1: uh, as a grade? In totality, I think they probably get, you know, C-minus at best. But, you know, there's still some pieces. I I tweeted out, uh, you know, I – earlier today that I would give two A's for the team and I had people shoot back at me with Kopech and, and I admitted I was wrong. I'd give him an A too. Okay. Um, I'll give Kopech an A. He's been solid every single time he comes out. He's been solid. Um, I wish he could come out more. Um, they, they seem to be limiting his innings even more so after his hamstring strain mm-hmm. than they were before. So you're only seeing him for one inning and you're not seeing him too often. But when he comes out, it's pretty much lights out. There ain't nobody touching him. So that that's an A. I, I actually forgot about him when I was doing it in my head earlier this morning. <laughs> I didn't even think about him. But he's got an A. Hendricks, I would probably give the second best grade, to. He gets – I'd give him a eh, – let's go with a B B+. Oh, yeah. um, he's been solid overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good, usually. But he does have a tendency to give up those home runs, and he's blown – some saves because of it he's blown four saves so far that's you know that's, that's the kind of a lot it's not it's not it's not best closer in the league numbers to blow four saves in the first half mm. and he's doing it by giving up long um so that needs to improve but you can't really argue with most of his work he comes in he strikes out a ton of guys he don't walk too many guys he's he's uh giving them you know a good shot to win on most nights um mm. But other than that, you know, uh, Hoyer, I would, <laughs> I'd fail Hoyer. What's bummer? Um,
0: give me, give me bummer, Gray. What's he giving him
1: bummer? Bummer, um, he probably gets a D. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hoyer fail, yeah. Uh, Foster fail, Marshall, Marshall fail. Marshall probably a D. I'd oh, give damn, him. Okay. I think he had that one little role where he was okay. You know who's really good? Ruiz. Um, it has been Burr. Burr has impressed me. Uh, I know he hasn't been up for very long, so. You know, I'm I hesitant to give him an A because just because he hasn't been here that long. But that's where he's trending. He's been the third best guy out of that bullpen, in my opinion. Okay. What do you think about the bullpen guys?
0: Uh, bullpen total, I would give a D. D yeah. plus. Um, I will give Hendricks a B because he does have those four blown saves, but he's been solid. No yeah, you can't about complain it. about him. Yeah, you know. can't, can't. I will I give Kopetsch An A plus, no doubt about it. The guy's nasty. Come out the bullpen, he's blowing guys away. Crochet, I will probably give a B. Minus yeah, maybe. I, I, I didn't B. grade him. I'll say a B on Yeah, him. yeah. I would give him a B. I mean, he got a sub uh, three ERA, so he got a, in the twos. So uh, he he's been solid. I think he's still learning. You know what I mean? So I give him a, a solid grade. And now uh, the rest, honestly, Foster, Marshall, Hoyer—I would give all them F's. I mean, they—they uh, they all get F's. They really haven't done nothing. Our middle relief has been absolutely horrendous, trash. It has been ass. Anything you want to throw out there negative about them, they deserve it all. They don't deserve any sympathy, any empathy, none of that. They don't no. deserve so. Uh, I
1: think you know we didn't talk about Ruiz. I'd probably give him a C minus. He's been better guys, mm-hmm. but he he's fallen off lately too. But at least he had something to point to. Like I can't point to nothing for Cody Hoyer or <laughs> Foster. Every time they come in, I get worried that they're gonna you know blow the game or or. You know, make a four to two deficit into a six to two deficit. Mm-hmm. And they usually do. You know, they, they meet do. my expectations. Exactly. So, yeah, they've all been pretty, pretty rotten.
0: We, we have no trust in them. That's basically, in those guys is basically what we're saying, you know.
1: Um, right. And if we don't have any trust in them, I highly doubt that LaRusa or, or the staff have any trust in them either.
0: So, what do you <laughs> give the coaching staff as a grade?
1: Oh, they get they get an A-plus for me. Um, there's no two ways about it. I don't think you can make an argument against it. I mean, okay, Tony didn't know the rule that one time. You guys on the injured list, most of them are guys you've counted on, and they're still eight games up in first place. That's an A-plus easy for the coaches and, and Tony as a whole. Um, they've been wonderful.
0: Yeah, I'm giving them an A-plus. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about it. They had some type of positive impact on this team there's no doubt about it that Tony La Russa has had a positive impact on this team you read any article players are saying nothing but positive things about him. and I don't think it's because they have to or they want to or they scared to speak up I think it's because they truly feel that way because when they had something to say about the Mercedes thing they didn't have any problems being open and honest about that so I don't think they have any problems being open and honest about the impact that Tony LaRusa has had on the squad. And and I think it's a beautiful thing. I think we're l- kind of lucky to have Tony LaRusa as a manager at these times because who knows what would have happened with another manager managing these guys when he had th- this amount of injuries. And you can go through Tony LaRusa history uh all the players say the same thing about him it's about winning uh that article that the atlantic put out uh i believe today that was a great article no fluff that was that's what journalism all, is all about telling the full complete story and letting the reader you know decide for him or herself you know uh what matters so i get a coaching staff uh definitely an a a plus now we talked about the grades of the bullpen, so I'm guessing for trade targets, that's what you're looking at mostly. Ken, well, I mean, you've been preaching it, I believe, for at least about a good month, maybe a month and a half. <laughs> I yeah. know you tweeted me and said, "Hey, man, I've been saying this for a month and a
1: half." <laughs> I so, did come at you yeah, for that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I'm guessing it, it, it's a bull. If you had the choice, if you was Rick Hahn. I'm guessing you'd be searching for for bullpen arm, bullpen help.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um and you know, there's it's kind of hard to find find these good bullpen guys on some of these lousy teams that you know are going to be selling. Mm-hmm. Um I think the most likely guy to get traded would be Rodriguez off the Pirates. Okay. Uh, I think he'd be a great addition. And I'm not saying obviously to close. We got Hendricks for that, but we need somebody to bridge that gap from the sixth to the eighth. You know, so if this guy could come in and take one of those innings, that would be fantastic. In a dream world land, I, I'm hoping they hit up the Cubs and go after Kimbrell. Um, Kimbrell has has been lights out. He's probably been better than Hendricks. Really, I mean, it's close. Um, he's been there. He's done that. He's won World Series. Uh, he's been to the playoffs. I think he would be a great addition. And I know he has, you know, an option for next year. You could either pick it up at 16 million bucks, or if that's too rich since you paid Hendricks, he's not going to reach it uh, pitching in the eighth inning here on the south side because his the escalator is with games finished. So if he's not finishing games, he's not going to reach that contract uh stipulation that becomes automatic so you could get rid of them or you could keep them either way um and i'm sure he'd relish the opportunity to come in and and be a big piece of uh of a playoff team and but who knows i don't know if the cubs are looking to trade him i don't know if the socks are looking to well,
0: i mean i think the cubs are looking
1: to trade him but yeah. not to the Sox. you know we'll, uh, we'll see. see i don't know why they
0: will be haters Ain't no, yeah. re- ain't no reason for y'all to be haters. Wouldn't you rather somebody win it in your city than outside <laughs> your city? I mean, I don't want to see y'all win, but I'm just saying, it don't make no sense for you guys to be haters. Don't be fucking haters. Uh, get a guy over. We'll take him because I looked at the numbers since you brought it up, Kenwood. This guy got a 0.57 ERA. That is ridiculous. <laughs> He's
1: been fantastic. Yeah. I mean, if we could somehow get a way to bring him in, Mm-hmm. That would be
0: so. So let me would, ask you this question: If you Han and you had the choice between adding, let's say, uh, Adam Frazier or a Joey Gallo, and adding kimber which which one you going with? Are you? I'm sold going with on the guy? Okay,
1: I'm going with Kimbrel. He, I, I would definitely if if you know. If we had to add, add like a super impact one one position, I would take uh, the relief pitcher Kimbrel. Okay. Uh, that's who I I'd, I'd want in the team. I think it would help more in the long run. Um, with Joey Gallo, you got guys that could cover the outfield. They've been doing it all year. Mm-hmm. Um, Eloy coming back, Robert hopefully coming back. So I think you got the outfield pretty much set. I don't think I would. I mean, I'd still take an outfielder if we go get one, that's fine. But I don't think I would put most of my resources there. And second base, you know, we could use, definitely use one. But I still think relief is the biggest hole on this team. And if we could plug that seventh, eighth inning role with somebody, you know, one of the, picking up one of those innings, I think we'll be way better than we are right now.
0: Well, let me ask you this quick question. Do you see Adam Fraser as a major upgrade to L- Lurie the Legend, or do you think we can live with Lurie the Legend at second and we can go out and get a, a strong bullpen arm and that would be the better move?
1: I think that would be the better move, to get the stronger bullpen arm and, and deal with Leary over at second. Um, I think Frazier is, is the better player, mm-hmm. um, but I think he's – Uh, Just like Lurie's on a hot streak now, I think Frazier's playing at a level he's never really played at, so I don't know how much longer you could count on that. Um, It's it's not saying I wouldn't take him. I'll take him, but Mm -hmm. uh, my guess is you're going to have to pay for him uh, or a reliever you're going to have to pay for, and I'd rather pay for the reliever. Now, maybe an Eduardo Escobar could come somewhat cheaper. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd take him at second. Uh, We need some power anyway. Put him in there. He's a rental um he's probably gone at the end of the year anyway so i don't think he'd cost nearly as much as a frazier who's still going to be around afterwards
0: yeah i gotta admit i mean you sold me uh there's two guys that have sold me on trade moves that i i would take none of them is bats uh i would take kimbrough or bullpen on and i would take uh, Ozzy love Scherzer, so I would take Scherzer too uh, if we could. Somehow, if we could somehow get him, I'd do that too. But uh, no, for sure.
1: I mean, he'd be he'd be wonderful. I I just don't know what you got. If give the up Sox for. will beat another team trying to get Scherzer, because yeah. like we just said, our lowest grade on the five starters is a C. So there's teams out there that their lowest grade on their fifth starter is probably an F. Yeah. So I think they'd the be Red more Sox. likely to give up more than we would. The Red um Sox. but if we could get them, that would be phenomenal. Yeah.
0: The Blue Jays, the Red Sox, you they they probably going to be in the shirts of market, you know. So yeah, I agree with you 100%. So my th- when Eloy it seems like he'll be back soon uh rather than later. So what what are you expecting from him? number wise when he come back so let's say he come back at the end of july or or the beginning of august what what are you looking at him production wise what what would you like to see from
1: you know i i think it would be kind of foolish to expect him to come back in and hit 300 and and hit home runs all over the place like maybe he'll do that i don't know but i wouldn't expect that but as long as he could put up you know, two sixty average, or you know, something around those, and and give you that power where he could hit maybe ten home runs, and over the course of the time, ten to fifteen home runs, uh, from late July to the end of the year. I think that's perfect. Uh, that's that's what we need. You know, just come out and give me that, and I'll be a happy man. So, yeah. <laughs> how I about you? you.
0: Yeah, I agree one hundred percent with you. I w- when he come back, I would stick him at DH. Okay. Uh, of course, we got a decision to make when Grandell come back because we don't know how his knee going to be, so he might have to play DH, and then we have to put uh, Eloy out there and left, back out there and left, and might have to slot Vaughn over to right, you know, to see how that, how that goes. So uh, I agree with you. I wouldn't expect him to hit three. I think he is going to give us some much-needed power, especially out, out of that fourth spot. Uh, we have been lacking power I would say if he could give us ten to fifteen home runs, that'd be excellent. Maybe give mm-hmm. us what thirty RBIs, thirty-five RBI, something like that. If he could hit two sixty, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, I think if this guy could stay healthy, I think we got us a monster player of of a player. I think I really think he could be a three hundred average. A thirty-five to forty home run guy, definitely drive in over a hundred runs. I, I think he could be that that type of guy. It's just a matter: can he stay healthy out there? And uh, it's the same way with Robert and Magical as well. I mean, we know we know what all three of them can do. I mean, it, we they've done they pretty much has kind of set in stone the type of players that they are. It's just a matter of if they can stay healthy or not. If Magical stay healthy, you know you're going to have a guy that can hit for 300. You know, he can probably get you 180 or 200 hits. Eloy stay healthy, 300 guy, probably uh, 35 to 40 bombs, 100 RBIs. And Robert stay healthy, you're going to get fantastic defense. He was actually hitting over 300 this season. But, you know, he's going to hit anywhere from 280. Probably going to steal you about 25, 30 bases. And, uh... I believe he can hit 30 home runs. He he only had one when he went down, but I still think he could be a 30 home run guy. So, you know, I, I'm not trying to put any pressure on Eloy. I just think he would be a great addition uh, to the lineup and, and much needed power, you know.
1: What,
0: 100%. What are you expecting from Robert, you know, if he comes back or when he comes back? I think – People are looking at, you know, September, you know, as as his comeback date. Do you think we should expect the stolen bases from him with the injury he had? Or do you think we should uh, expect the same type of defense? Or should we just kind of tamper our our expectations for Robert, especially at the end of the season, you know?
1: Yeah, with him coming back as late as he's going to come back, I'm going to temper the expectations on him. I. With that injury, it looked pretty gruesome. Um, I I mean, I'm not a doctor. I don't know how how it heals. I never had that injury. But it just seems to me like the stolen base uh, probably won't be in his game this year. At least that's what I would think. Um, As far as defense, I think he'll still be very good. I don't think he'll probably be as good as he was heading into that. Um, Not not right away, at least. Um, But I still would obviously take him out there and see what he does and hopefully catches fire towards the end of that year and and into the playoffs um, but I I would, would not expect the same player that we had just because to me that's gonna hamper his athleticism a little bit like I don't think you could go a hundred percent when you just did that um, to your hip flexor maybe I'm wrong I don't know I'm not a doctor, but (laughs) playing one right now, I would say I would temper the expectations a little bit.
0: Well, we don't know how it's going to affect him mentally as well, as far as, you know, is he going to want to go 100% knowing, you know, that he's just coming back off such a major injury like that. You know, we, we don't know if he, you know, might tamper his speed down a little bit just to, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what the running backs say, right? As soon as they try to make that first cut, sometimes they're a little hesitant to do that stuff when they first come back off those injuries. So I don't know. I mean, we'll see what he has to provide. I think it's still going to be a great option. Um, He's still going to do some damage. I just probably not as much as I would have guessed at the beginning of the year. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. So so, what what did you like about the All-Star game? What didn't you like about the All-Star
1: game? Uh, I liked that the American League won. That was great. <laughs> American um,
0: League got through and through.
1: Yeah, I'm an American League guy. I always cheer for them. And during my lifetime, they've won a ton of games. I, I don't even know what the record is, but I know they've won probably 70% of the All-Star games since I've been around. Uh, so I'm very happy with that. Um I kind of liked, I think they did a good job and I got to credit Joe Buck and, and, uh, and who was in the, who's his color man? Oh, uh, smoltz um, with interviews during the games. I thought they did a pretty good job with that. Like I thought the Ozzie Albies interview was really good. That was the best one I've ever heard um, during a game. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they caught some heat for the Chris Bryant one, uh, especially from Bryant's dad's weren't the time and place but whatever I mean that's what you're going to ask him he's obviously going to be traded that's what everybody's talking so you got to ask him that question so I like the broadcast Um, I did not like the the uh, uniforms I thought that was terrible Um, I mean I like when they just wear their regular uniforms I think that's pretty cool That is, and uh,
0: see the different uniforms yeah, they, oh, they all wear their different from. stuff, yeah.
1: um, but if they were going to make one that the rest of the teams had to wear, I mean, it has to be better than that. I don't know what Nike's thinking. They come up with some cool stuff, but they come up with some big misses, too, so I don't know. I I think those uniforms were dreadful. Um I don't like that uh, I was reading right before we started that Aaron Judge is positive for COVID. I don't like that my White Sox were around him <laughs> during that time. So hopefully that has no effect on on our guys, but I know the Yankees game got canceled tonight and and this seems to be like something that might start kicking back up as far as the second half goes. Um so hopefully hopefully the White Sox get out of there harm free with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And You know, as far as Anderson not batting, he's not the first guy that didn't get in at bat in the all star game. He won't be the last guy. Uh, it sucks a little bit, but I'm not going to cry too much about that. I mean, he was there, he played defense. It's all about the experience, you know. Uh, It would have been nice if he got in at bat, but he didn't. And Rodon, I think the socks said, Please don't use him, so (laughs) can't really complain about that. Yeah, that Uh, that could
0: be it. only thing I would say about the All-Star game, I, I wish some kind of way, and I know it would be difficult to do, but for some type of nostalgia to come back for the home run derby, maybe they, if they can do, like, the two players going against each other, like when you used to see Willie Mays and going against this guy and Hank Aaron going against this guy, maybe if they can Figure out a way to do that. I mean, they can kind of make it an all-day event instead of trying to, hey, you know, this guy versus... And then each guy could give to their charity or or whatever you have it, you know what I mean? So I think that would kind of make better for a home run derby. Uh, I know it's not like they have a lot of time, so I can understand why they, you know, do it the way they do it, but I think it would just be pretty cool like if you could see your best power hitter going against, you know, your best power hitter or whatever, it, but, it'd be cool.
1: I didn't touch on the, the home run derby, but I didn't like that either. Um, to me, if I liked it how it was back in the, whatever, early 2000s, 90s, whatever, where, you know, the top four guys out of the eight move on to the next round, you know? That's good. Cool, but bro. here we had Salvador Perez, and I know people hate Salvador Perez, and he's a White Sox killer and all that stuff. But he hit the second most home runs, So why is he sent home for guys that hit the fifth most home runs to move on? Like, I don't yeah, get that. I versus. don't like it.
0: If they're going to do it that way, they shouldn't have them versing each well, other. It should just be round by round the top. Whatever, go to the next round. Because the whole thing is
1: to hit the most home runs, right? So how are you going to take a guy to hit more than somebody else and kick him out? I don't get it. Um, I also don't like that they were throwing pitches one after another, um, like rapid BP. You couldn't even follow the ball. So part of the home run derby is to see how How far these these dudes can hit the ball. And it's you know here comes the pitch, boom, it's gone. You don't even see it because he's throwing another pitch. The time
0: clock thing, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was it was hard to follow. So, yeah. you know, I had a couple of those complaints on it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, I agree one hundred percent. You know, with you on that. Um, so as usual, it was kind of a weird moment on uh, Sox Twitter, you know. But uh, I speak on it because. Number one, I didn't like what was done to you, Kim Woo. You know, I don't think uh, that was right at all. You -hmm. know, but what I'm most proud of, I'm proud of the bad guy radio guys coming to your uh, defense. I'm proud of, you know, uh, Green Eye and coming to your defense. Uh, I'm proud of Ozzy coming to your defense. You know, I didn't like that at all. And the fact is, you know, on White Sox Twitter, everybody have different opinions. Of how the game should be played. And everybody viewed the game differently. And because somebody viewed the game differently than you. Doesn't mean you got to hate them. It doesn't mean you got to dislike them. As a matter of fact. It should be an opportunity to hold just good baseball discussions. Which that's what sports is about anyway. I might right. think LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. I don't think that. So don't come at me. I don't think that at (laughs) all. But I'm just saying it opens up for good discussion. So there's no reason to harbor negative feelings about somebody because they have a different opinion than you do. And another thing I think that needs to be done on White Sox Twitter is you need to cut out the hate, man. I mean, there's no reason to hate nobody. And when people see things that are wrong, it don't matter if they in your your so-called click or not, you need to speak up about it, and don't be biased about it, you know, and the one thing, when I got on White Sox Twitter, the one thing I liked, was I liked the fact you had the pinwheels, and you had the 108, you had, you know, all the the barber chair, you had um, all these different networks, and nothing was really clickish, and everybody got along, everybody could talk shit, and have a good time, it'd be good, you know, to go back to that, and not harbor hate, like uh, uh, Beef just tweeted out something, I think, two gay, two days ago. A lot of hate, a lot of jealousy. I think that need to end. we all rooting for the same team. You know, there's no reason for people to get disrespectful. There's no reason for people to really be trolling other people because they think differently than you. Uh, we all want the White Sox to win a World Series. So, you know, uh, hopefully we all can get along, you know what I mean? And, and That's the goal, but... You know, if it do get disrespectful, I myself will handle it in any way I choose to. But, you know, I felt that was bogus the way they tried to
1: do Ken Woo.
0: But uh, it, it was a good show, Ken Woo. You got anything to say to the people before we get out here?
1: No, man, I'm good. Uh, but like you said, thanks to to Aussie and, and Green Eyed and, uh, and, and yourself and everybody for having my back and other people uh, like Austin, uh, Zick, and... Uh, few others, uh, that, that came up and spoke out for me. Uh, that was pretty cool. I appreciated that. Um, but you know, I I said some stupid stuff in there too. So, so I, I'm not full of, uh, it's, it's not like I didn't, you know, cause some of that stuff to go down, but you know, I think it was unfairly targeting me after a while, but I, so I appreciate those people coming out to my defense and I agree a hundred percent. Um, Hopefully, it gets a little bit better than what it's been on there the last, last, well, ever since Tony LaRusso has been hired as manager, basically. That kind of put people in their camp, and they're sticking with it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It has put people in uh, their little certain camps or whatever. But like I say, at the end of the day, we all rooting for the White Sox, our favorite team, uh, us being Southsiders. We all rooting for the White Sox. To get a ring, uh, and like I say, if you see something wrong, uh, just speak up. You know what I mean. You, if you can do it in private, you can do it in public. Uh, if if these people are your true friends, and uh, they shouldn't be mad that you have a disagreement with them because you're standing on principles about something that is wrong. So anyway, plenty much love. Thank you guys for tuning in, the Sox fans with attitude. We'll keep on giving you content. We'll keep on being raw. We'll keep on being real. And we appreciate you guys listening to the show. Plenty much love and peace out.